What's the latest, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the In the Paint Show presented by Ball is Life. Devin Newman and Ronnie Flores with you here. Ronnie, you're uh, getting ready to fly out to Charlottesville, Virginia for the NBA PA Top 100 camp. Um, we're going to get to that a little bit later, kind of what you're looking forward to. Uh, some of the West Coast guys who we know well, and, and they're, they're going out there, and we're going to talk about how um, they need to perform to, in front of the you know national media, NBA players, NBA um, front office people. It's a big-time camp. Definitely uh, big-time camp. Yeah, but, but first, let's go into the NBA Finals because obviously that's the hot topic of uh, today and will be f- until the next game. Um, Thursday night. Thursday night. Um, but the Warriors beat the Raptors 106 to 105 on the road. Kyle Lowry missed that that corner three off the side of the backboard. I think he got bad tipped. execution. Yeah, I think he got tipped by Draymond Green. But um, I mean, Kyle Lowry was catching major heat for um, not even hitting the rim on that shot. But it was a bad execution. I thought was, all yeah, the way around. Um, we talk now. I don't know why we you know we talked about uh, this Jordan comparison of Kawhi Leonard and. I just thought when he had the ball at the top of the key, they're already eliminating themselves because he's going to go right probably 94 out of 100 times. And that's where Iguodala helped yeah. for him on that double team. Yeah, and Iguodala kind of knew that, especially if he's holding the ball like a, a loaf of bread. Like we talk about, oh, he holds the ball like Michael Jordan has big hands. Well, if he's holding the ball in his right hand, he's going he's gonna right. Go right. Yeah, he's sure. going to mostly go right. He doesn't pull up left for the jumper like mm-hmm. a lot of righties do. Yeah. Like I remember the one, that famous one that Jordan did against Utah where he won the game and kind of gave the fist pump. Remember he, he was going left. left yeah. Pulled up right on, on Byron Russell and hit the game winner. And then obviously he had that famous one where he won game six. So when, as soon as he went right, you're right. Iguodala uh, made a great defensive play, rotated back. Draymond Green got out. It seems like uh, Gasol didn't really set the screen on the right side. Like he kind of didn't set the screen clean. Yeah, but they had just called an illegal screen on Demarcus Cousins on the other side. So maybe he was afraid that they were going to do that to him. Yeah, could be. Or it was just you know the execution has to be there. So as soon as Leonard swing the ball, they were. I already thought, okay, this is going to be a tough shot. They're going to be dead in the water unless they hit a miracle shot. Yeah, it wasn't going to be a clean shot, and it wasn't. So a lot of a lot of media people and just random. People on yeah. basketball Twitter are like, oh, Kawhi's not Kobe or or Jordan because Kobe or Jordan would have taken that shot. But here's the thing. Yeah. He made the right basketball play because yeah. he was double teamed. Yeah, he wanted to jack yeah, up a it. shot. And here's yeah. the, like Kyle Lowry got a good look because he went to Fan Fleet. Yeah. Fan Fleet made the extra pass as you're supposed to do sure. to a wide open shooter. It just happened. Draymond Green just closed out quick and well and, and got his hand on the yeah. ball. Um, so I thought Kawhi made the right basketball play there. I what did do too. you think? I did too because. But again, there's, they're limiting their options. As soon as Kawhi picks up his dribble and looks to swing left, the ball, most NBA players probably think that ball is going to the corner. You know, they're not, yeah. right now in, the, in this NBA, they're not dumping it inside for uh, Gasol's swinging hook. Or, just, most teams are not doing that. Yeah. 88, uh, 90 out of 100 times, they're not. They're going to freaking swing it to the corner. Yeah. I and mean, then, and you're running out of time. It's an unpopular opinion, but. Yeah. The Raptors made the right basketball play, and the Warriors made the right basketball defensive play. It just yeah. happened that way, and, and now we have a game six. Um, I think maybe the the most egregious um, decision in that game was when Nick Nurse, uh, Toronto's coach, called a timeout, timeout. with three oh five remaining. Let me kind of nine oh run. Yeah, let me right? kind of set this, this stage a little bit. Um, they were up one hundred three to ninety seven, and with the momentum, with yeah. the momentum, the Warriors had just missed a shot. They got a they got a defensive rebound and got across half court like slowly. Fans were going crazy because Kawhi Leonard was going off. Yeah, yeah. He was he was on fire. He hit like a couple threes. They a can layup. sense it. Maybe they they can get this game. The Warriors were on the ropes. I mean, yeah. you get another bucket there. I think that's it. I yeah. think that's it. He called a timeout, um, and then the Warriors uh, kind of went on a nine two run to close out the game, and, and you know take it back to Oakland for Game Six. Nick Nurse after the game said he was trying to give his guys a blow uh, to make one final push, but Ronnie. The other team gets a blow. <laughs> the other team also gets a blow, and the fans kind of the, the air lose comes the out momentum. of the building, they lose right? The momentum, yeah. You lose the momentum a bit. Um, maybe he saw something that hey, my guys were gasping. I want to get a good play here. I was thinking maybe he did that too. Also, I also think people don't talk about like, especially with this Golden State team, they're just that good. Of sh- they're just that good as shooters. Yeah. So they can hit three threes fast. Right. Uh, it's, they've done it before. A nine-point deficit it's is nothing, nothing for, for the no, Warriors. No, it's yeah. three possessions. Boom, 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 and it happened. Three I possessions thought, in, like, not even a full 24 seconds. Like, five seconds across half court, and we have an open shot for Clay or Steph or whomever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought one of them was defended pretty well. Van Fleet, if correct me if I'm wrong, he fouled on two earlier threes and one. Van Fleet fouled Steph on the So I think on the one where he was trailing, he didn't want to, you know, he put up his hand. It was pretty good deep, but Steph can hit those shots. 
Um, Clay Thompson uh, has been, you know, terrific as he has been. Here, yeah, I'm, in big moments, and and they thirty one, so they had seven three pointers, and the other guy had five. So that's, you know, well that's twelve. Twelve times three is thirty six. That thirty six points right there. Yeah. Just you know, without nobody, even if the guy has a hand in the face, that's thirty six points plus the two free throws on the four point play. Like that was a big difference. I think in in that situation, so, if I'm I'm not an NBA coach, obviously, but if I'm coaching the Raptors there, I'm giving the ball to Kawhi again and say, and clearing the floor and say, go get another basket. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the crowd was going ape shit. He, had just, put, he, yeah. he was on fire, and I think that would have put them away f- probably for good. Yeah, 105-97 would have been big, and just the momentum, and it would have been like 230 left in the right, game. Right, because he could have used the entire 24, and yeah. then by the time the Warriors get the ball back up the court, I mean, they were on the ropes, man. I mean, it was... I thought, you know, another thing to mention is they are hitting the threes, but I also thought... Toronto took too many threes. Okay. They're not as good as sh- you're not as good as shoot. What are these teams going to realize? You can't beat this team by saying, "Okay, they hit a three, we're going to match them." I think teams again, it's too late. There's only one team left and there's only two games left at most, but you got to pound them a little bit, make them work. They're 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 uh, struggling just with their roster, with meaning getting healthy guys on the floor. Dr- uh, Draymond Green and also DeMarcus Cousins. You know, if you make DeMarcus Cousins play big minutes, you know, he's winded at times. Sure, he, he actually played well last yeah, night compared to the, well. to the game before where he looked like a non-factor yeah. completely. So if you can go inside, make him get a couple cheap fouls, maybe make him lose his cool, make Draymond Green lose, you got to try that. You can't just say, well, Clay hit a three, let me go try to hit a three. Now, especially in the first half, their statistics were bad on the triple. I think they were uh, two, two, two for 15, 15 or two, for two 17, something like yeah, that. So bad. So take those positions. Even if you score two or three of those possessions from they those were, other 15s, you're up more. They were eight for 32 from three. Yeah. The Raptors. That's bad. And the Warriors and were 20 of ta- 42. That's not talked about enough. Yeah. That's a huge difference. That's the game. Yeah. I mean, we could say about the timeouts. We could say about the possession, Draymond's defense, Van Fleet. That's the game. You quit, shoot, quit shooting them. You're not you're not as good as these guys. It's proven no other team right now is not as good as them. Yeah, because a lot of times... You're trying to match them. You, you uh, get paranoid. You yeah, a lot, yeah, exactly. A, a lot of times, well, you know, long three-point shots end up in long rebounds and quick yeah. outlets and quick sure. transition opportunities for the Warriors who thrive in transition. And they thrive in transition and still get the three in transition. Well, they thrive for threes in transition. Yeah, it drives me tough. crazy, yeah. but it works for them. It does because they have a lot of shooters. Yeah, it works for them. It doesn't work for many other teams and. You know, kudos to the Raptors too. They're 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 playing good, hard. You know, showing a lot of grit. Now, as we talk about grit, um, let's jump into the other big storyline of the game, Devin. Uh, Kevin Durant's potential Achilles injury. It's been a big, you know, kind of thing that's talked about in the media, especially on the off days. It gives the the national media and these talk show heads something to talk about. Yeah, it happened a month ago. Uh, right. Go break down the timeline a little yeah, bit so, to, to leading up to last night, and and he planted his foot, and it was all over. Ugh, I um, I have that that close up image of like the snapping of whatever it was, and the yeah the vibration of his leg in in my mind playing over and over and over. It's horrible, but uh, yeah, he hurt uh, his calf was the 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 supposed injury against the Rockets in the second round, um, and he's missed nine games since then until uh, last night. He, he missed nine games, and it was over a month he missed, yeah, 30 right? days It was like about- basically 30, 30 to 31 days that he missed. Okay. Um, so he comes back last night. Uh, he was cleared by the – it was a full cleared bill of health by the Warriors um, doctor, you know, team health staff. And he had 11 points in the first quarter. He looked, looked great. I mean, he looked kind Good of shooting bouncy. Good jumpers. Looked, looked yeah. fluid. He was, he was three, for, well. three for three from three. Um, now let's go back a step. Was he yeah. trying to? How close was he, in your opinion, or did you hear anything to playing in Game Four? Or was that? Did he try to warm up, or was it he was out? I think he was out. He was out. Yeah, okay. I don't think they. I think they. He didn't even try maybe, to warm up. Maybe even like maybe, didn't even suit up. Yeah, it didn't suit up. I, okay. I don't think it was an option. Um, but he came back eleven points, three for three from three. Looked fluid, and then beginning of the second quarter, what I described earlier with the. Yeah. The, He's on the right wing. Yeah, right wing. Jet, trying to, go trying to go left. Go by somebody. Plants the right back right okay. foot, and that was it. He he dropped the ball immediately. Right. Yeah, the ball and, was going toward the and he just stopped. yeah no he like stopped stood up, dropped the ball and was like I'd sit sat down and he was done right. Yeah, the ball was going the other way. The play was over. Yeah, he, it was obviously he was not going to come back. So I mean, it was pretty serious. He fell, and it's you know, a you you thought when this happened. I thought there, there's no chance that the Warriors are going to win this game. This, this series is over because of the shock factor, right? Sure. You know, so now 
now now that we do have a game six and the Warriors did win game five. And they're an Oracle. And they're an Oracle, Ronnie. How much of this Kevin Durant injury do you think it, it's going to spark? Like a, a comeback type of thing? Give them some energy confidence? Or are they going to be like, you know, we're out our best player? Yeah. What now? Um, I think they were, again, they shot well. You just went over the statistics. That's pretty much the game. Um, I think that at some point, the, whether it's at the this lack of depth, the lack of, um, you know, maybe having able bodies or getting good minutes from some of the guys that hit shots earlier in the playoffs. Like, they're not getting that much, I think, from Quinn Cook right now. No. Nope. They're not getting much from one of my favorite players, the, the kid from Illinois who went straight prep to pro. His, not, his name is uh, the backup guard. The them plays like Lonzo. I, I just forgot his name. Oh, right Sean now. Livingston. Yeah, Sean Livingston. Yeah. They're, they, they just don't seem to be using him as much as they used to. Well, the problem is yeah. the floor is compact because KD's yeah. not there. Yeah. Right? You have two shooters. You have yeah. Clay and Steph. Draymond Green will not shoot three-pointers. No, he, as he shouldn't. He's wide open. Yeah, right. he's wide, like, he makes one or two a game, but he's yeah. wide open and he drives to the basket. Sean Livingston, a driving kick, yeah. he drives the basket and looks to pass. DeMarcus Cousins. They don't have the openings they did Iguodala before. will shoot one or two, but, I yeah. mean, even him. He's inconsistent. He makes yeah. he makes big shots, yeah. but con- he does make big shots. He makes big plays. Yeah, yeah, on a consistent basis, he's not a knockdown three point shooter. Correct. So, back to that meaning, those those bodies are maybe not playing as hitting shots or offensive as much as they want. Kevon so Looney's hurt. Correct. So, at what point do that that come into play in the next eight quarters? They got eight quarters to win mm-hmm. either team. So, I think it's gonna hurt. I agree. Right, it's gonna hurt Golden State at some point, whether I, it's. This game right away, or whether at some point you got to think the Raptors are going to take advantage or try to figure out a way to take advantage. And the great thing about it is, for their perspective, is you know the coach was saying, "Well, guys, we're in Golden State, you know, and Kawhi and his brilliance." And it's funny how he talks, and you know, people make fun of him, but it's it's great to me. He goes, "Well, well let's get one." He goes, "No, two. See, yeah, like, like two words. Like, no, we get two. Yeah. You know, like he's kind of like Ricky Henderson. You know, kind of like speaks in these short tones. You know." No, we get two. So if they got two already, why why don't they think they could just get this one? Right. Maybe there's more. There's going to be more pressure. Somebody's going to have a bad shooting game because there's more pressure. Yeah, We've seen it. Some great players we saw it from uh, the two shooters that uh, Turkaloo and the other shooter, the, the Kings, in that game seven against Turkaloo? the Lakers. Yeah. Dude, who, was, who was the other guy? Pedro Sadakovic. Yeah. yeah. Some of those shots that you think are going down are not going to go down in this game. We saw it with even with Steph Curry, uh, Steph Curry hit a, against the Cleveland late. He had a turnover, bad miss on the three. So it's, somebody's gonna, something's gonna break. Who's, uh, who's it gonna be? Because I don't yeah, think in the, yeah. the two games that the it Raptors won at Oracle, yeah, yeah. that's the worst I've seen the Warriors play in their home building yeah. in a long time. So they're gonna lose three in a row. Wow, that'd be that would be one of the bigger storylines of this entire. NBA, NBA season, and if they're or run. in the finals and they run, run, yeah, and they're four or five. You know, the officer trying to get four or five. That would be huge. Um, it's going to be a close game, I think. I don't think I think the Raptors will stick around again. We talked about their they have a good bodies. They have two days off. Obviously, they're probably resting today, the travel. Then you know maybe a light light shoot around on Wednesday. Um, it's be hard to say. I just think you know are they going to knock down all those threes again late if they have a if they're trailing? Wow, that they can. But at some point, I think Toronto's just got to play as a tad bit smarter. Take. More time on the shot clock and don't try to match these threes. I thought Kawhi shot. He hit a couple, but he shot the three really fast on possessions. Mm-hmm. Walked it up. Boom. It looks good. It goes in. Yeah, but it's terrible when it doesn't. Right. And he's not shooting 45%. Those are, those are like backbreaker type it's shots. Just, like, I'm coming up, and yeah. I hit this. It's going to take your heart out. Correct. So it didn't take their heart out in this game. No, so, no. It, it, you know, man, it's, it's going to be close. I think, obviously, this is what the public and the fans want, especially, I think, most fans don't like Golden State. Honestly, they're they're over them. Yeah, they're because it's uh, boring. It's it's getting monotonous. It's getting kind of boring. You think so? I mean, not I for just, me. Not for me. For yeah, for, for the average Joe fan. Blow fan. I like I love watching the Warriors play. Yeah, I don't they, want this team to break up ever because they play they real the basketball. Ball. They, they move, move the ball, the ball yeah. around. Yeah, it's fun it's basketball. Beautiful stuff to watch. I and, just think people think. Oh, they're bandwagon fans. These are Laker fans yeah. in disguise. <laughs> I think that's where the where the, the right, hate right, comes right. in. I hear you. That's where the hate comes in because Toronto's something new. Mm-hmm. You know, people wouldn't mind if Toronto win because why? Nobody cares about Toronto. Let's no. be honest. If you're not from Toronto, you don't care about Toronto. And the Kawhi's like the the odd, yeah. Yeah. awkward superstar, superstar who yeah. you know he's easy to root for because he's a quiet dude. He doesn't doesn't you know do yeah. anything at all. I, I yeah. feel like you don't see Kawhi Leonard like out anywhere. You don't see him in the club. Uh, you know, he's quiet. You yeah. know, he, he doesn't make a scene of himself. 
but he, that, I think that's why people kind of like like him. Yeah, I agree, and uh, it's the reason why I'm interested in the series a bit a bit more. You know, I'm like it's into interesting. If, even if it ended last night, I thought it was still an interesting series. Now it's going to be really good, and if it goes to Game Seven on Father's Day, uh, the whole country is going to be. What, I grip, think grip to it. You yeah. Know? So let's talk before we get into predictions for the game. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about KD, what it means for him, the injury, and then second of all, how Bush League it was it that the fans were kind of cheering. Yeah. And, Toronto fan, the Toronto players told me, "Yo, chill out," and then they kind of clapped for Katie. What's your take there? I think people are over exaggerating on Twitter a little bit, but what's your take? I mean, I think it's dumb. Uh, yeah, it's kind of bush league. It's it was dumb, but it's just to a reactionary that. thing. Too. It was a reactionary thing. They people make mistakes. Like, yeah. Shit happens all the time. It's stupid. Yes, yeah. like it's but it's not like earth shattering. No, because, because they it's got happened over before. It. Yeah, it's happened before. It happens in every sport. It happens in every sport. There's obviously some teams that are notorious for it. I think. The Eagles in football, or the Cleveland Browns, they just cheer any, boo anything. <laughs> I remember I brought it up on Twitter, but I brought it up before, and and it's kind of a sad thing. Uh, Matt Castle, who's from the San Fernando Valley, he never pr- really started and played much at USC. Yeah, got it. It was Tom Brady's backup. Got became a starter with the Chiefs, and you know at times he's struggling. He's just a an average NFL quarterback. Yeah, he's so solid. He got injured, and the Chief fans started cheering. His you own know, fans. His own fans. So, right. so for this to happen to KD's, like, put it in perspective. Two minutes later, they changed their tune. They were over it. So it's not a big deal. Guys, don't flip out on Twitter. Like, it, if you know sports in the last hundred years, this happens. Right. If you know sports, like, you yeah. know, everyone should know sports. It happens. But if you yeah. know Twitter, Ronnie, you yeah. know it's going to happen. You know <laughs> oh there's going to be outrage or yeah. whatever yeah. anywhere. There's going to be all things coming from all sides. Yeah, I mean... Again, yeah. things I don't happen. think they people made it say, personally. People say stupid shit. Yeah, and people didn't mean it personally. I thought I think if they saw KD at, at a hotel lobby or in the airport, they wouldn't be. Yeah, cheer. they Canadian would be like, people are really nice people. Yeah, yeah they right? wouldn't be like, oh, this ha ha ha. They would be like, dude, sorry to hear about your injury. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, chill out. We've said that a few times on the last couple of pods. Chill out. <laughs> it's okay. There's no chilling. There's you no know, chill getting, anywhere. And then makes to your point about sports in general, Devin. Um, as we keep on this theme, who what's is it KD should have came back? Is that all on their medical staff, or is that just sports? People get hit. We've had a lot just, of career-ended in, injuries in sports. I, I'm not a doctor, so like yeah. I see all the people on Twitter yeah. playing doctor. They, doctor like tweet, everyone's got yeah. their PhD, but nobody yeah. nobody knows shit. No shit about what was going on with the medical staff. You yeah. know the tests that were being done, the MRIs, a- anything you can think of that you know made them comfortable saying, "Okay, play." You okay? If that happened, great. Go out and play. That's sports. It just happened. We don't know if he was getting pressure from the organization to play. We don't know. Yeah, you don't there's, really know. There's all you know, quote unquote sources that people can come up with, or whatever. Until we know someone, if Kevin Durant speaks and says this happened, yeah. I was getting pressure and I felt I needed to play. Then we're like, oh shit, that's that's fucked up. I just think in the NBA now, compared to maybe 20 years ago. I can see a player being, you know what? I came back a little too early. I mean, the pro, you know, I kind of the, the my employer wanted me to kind of p- test it, push it. Now I think an NBA player, he's not going to play even if he gets cleared unless he wants to play. Yeah. Look at Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard is a perfect example. The thing that happened in San Antonio is still a little, a little weird. weird. Yeah. Still a little, you know, he was he didn't feel right. He was the doctors wanted him back. It kind of put a strain on their relationship. Sure. I that's guess why he got back. traded. That's why he got traded. Yeah. This exact thing, but he didn't come back. Right. Or, you know, just wrote it out. And most people now, of course, in hindsight, they you should never come back. You should never come back. You know, it's pretty commendable. He comes back. He's a pro, so he's getting paid. It's not like he's not getting paid. Yeah. He's come back. Try it. So, Speaking of getting paid, yeah. um, he has Kevin Durant is was going to be one of the, is still probably going to be one of the most coveted free yeah. agents uh, in this 2019 class because he can opt out of his deal uh, with the Warriors and test the waters. But, Ronnie, he can opt in. He has a player option. You can opt in and make $31 million next year with the Warriors. Now that you have this Achilles injury, which is he's in his 30s, it does an injury 30, that's yeah. difficult to come back to. It's probably going to take an entire year for him right. to come back. What do you do? Do you test the waters and try and get that max deal, or do you opt in for one more year with the Warriors, $31 million, and, and then, go back then, into free then you can go back into free agency the next year? Um, I, I think it depends for him what team he wants to go to if he's really – Leaving, yeah, or already has thoughts of leaving, sure. and what that team gets. If if a team is not built around, now I don't know the title of what can happen first, but if he sees that a team's not built that he wants to be a part of, I think for him he just opt back into the thirty one million. 
I'm sure he's going to get some. I think he's. I'm sure he's going to get some insight from his agent and be like, "Yo, the Knicks are doing this. Yeah, you know, whatever team he's thinking, this is going to happen before we know it, before the public know it. He's going to have an idea, and then that of what the market looks looks like like and what what his options are. Yeah, what attractiveness is out there. I think you have a guaranteed thirty-one million on the table, man. You have a guaranteed thirty-one million on the table. I'm I'm thinking like, okay, maybe we can make another run with the Warriors. Yeah. After I get fully healthy. Sure. So you take a year of rehab, get your get your thirty one million dollars, and you come back in the 2020-2021 season, and you have another shot to win, you know, another championship or two. If you know the Warriors do what they need to do and keep Clay and keep Steph, right? Yep. I mean that's that's the option I see because you you go into free agency and you take something from the Knicks, and then we're gonna talk about this in a in a second right after this. Anthony Davis is back on the trade block. Sure. With New Orleans, so. Does he go to the Knicks or does he go to the Lakers? So yeah. KD is in New York with what? With what? And you're sitting out. And, and you're and, yeah. and then you have an Achilles injury. Yeah. So the I safest mean, bet is to just stay sure, in Golden State. Sure, the safe if you're yeah. gonna just rehab and you're gonna be in Golden State. They have the best roster. The, yeah. Quote unquote the best roster. Right. Or the best pieces. And you're on the West Coast. Yeah. And you're in you're an organization there. that's you know, uh winning. The Knicks yeah. haven't won in a long time. Yeah, him, yeah, exactly. So that's years. if that's your option, or the Nets maybe with Kyrie. If yeah. that's if that's an option, I don't know, man. That's a tough. It's gonna be the tough. Injury an changes decision. everything. It they, does. It changes everything for all the free agent franchise franchise that have potential to sign them, and for the Golden State. It's kind of a learning opportunity for any kids who listen to this this show, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. your your whole life can change in one. One move. One move. One jab step is one, 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 one jab step. One 24-hour OC jab yeah. step. <laughs> you know? One step back and your knee pops, right? You're or done. You're, you're, yeah. So you got to have or other things on the table. Correct. You're not Kevin Durant because Kevin yeah. Durant already has hundreds of million dollars in the bank. Correct. And it can happen at 20 years old. For him, it happened at 30. And like you said, when he comes after this, he's not going to be that young. No. You know, so it's going to age him. Look at how it aged Kobe. Yeah, now Kobe's older. He was already he, older, but it still it aged him by he lost five part, years. He lost his career. Lost, lost, yeah, he lost his explosiveness. Lost his ability to go by people. He mm. he came back a completely different player after he ruptured his Achilles. Correct. Whether the back, fans wanted to believe it or not, yeah. he did. <laughs> he still had the ball in his hands, yeah, and he's, he's still, still jacking up shots, jacking up shots, and, and mortgaged some... the franchise. Obviously, look where they are now. Yeah. Um, but it it completely changed him as a player. It changed the franchise. Yeah. So it could change. Golden State, obviously, they're in a better position. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does. You said, like, the safe bet is just to stay with them in rehab. But then again, if he felt he was pressured or if he got misdiagnosed, he's not going to want right, to be not with gonna, those doctors. Yeah. So here's the thing. So That's another interesting factor. Yeah, he's he going to be like, screw this. I'm going to go to a team that has the what I like, you know, the doctors that I am comfortable with or my agent says, hey, these they do they have great rep. Great reputation. It's funny they kind of came out with that story about Kawhi Leonard and his injuries and how the Lakers let go of one of their doctors during the lockout. Yeah, who went got hired by Toronto and he and Kawhi Leonard now swears by him because he was the guy that kind of kept Shaq and his abdominal injuries yeah. kind of kept him on the court. Okay. And it, good and job, it, good job, Lakers. You can't yeah. keep Lonzo on the court. Yeah, exactly. You got rid of this guy. <laughs> LeBron or Ingram, they're all hurt. Yeah, they're always hurt. You got rid of one of the most well-respected trainers or athletic. Doctor, whatever, yeah. Whatever you want to label him. Yeah. Kawhi's guy, whoever. Yeah. That's now, what he is. Look at Kawhi now. Yeah. He's on the verge of a championship and on the verge of uh, doing something historic with the Raptors. So before we jump into the Anthony Davis, uh, go hard in the paint, Devin. What's your prediction for game six? Will there be a game seven? Game six, Warriors win. Wow. We're having a game seven on Father's Day. Wow, ratings bonanza. I think I think Sunday we, yeah. I think we go. I think yeah. they they have momentum. They have confidence. They're coming back to Oracle. It's going to be crazy in there as it always is. Probably even more crazy than normal. I think they're going to be energized by the crowd. I think that sure. Steph and Clay are going to have great shooting performances. And, and I think Raptor. we're going back to uh, Toronto for Game Seven. What do you think? Wow. Um, Take a different standpoint on this. Well, let, let me. Yeah, I think <laughs> you may be right. Okay. From now that I'm 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 looking at the game, it seems like more half the things gonna have to go right for the Raptors. Um, they had to have that game five. They had to have it, I think. It just because I think, but I think if it goes game seven, they're the favorite again. Back okay. to them because of the, just the 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 way the game plays. I don't want to think about Cleveland and and Golden State like, oh, we got to avenge that one. That's too far off. I'm just saying like the health of the players, how they win, how how the teams kind of uh, execute. So let me ask I you this: I think the Raptors have a better chance to win, a slightly better chance to win two games. Okay. Than 
because of health and other factors. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Say say the Raptors get blown out at Oracle. Oh. 20 point win. Yeah, they Golden just State. Shoot. What now? Yeah. Is is it goal I think game 6 obviously Golden is State would important. have no pressure. Yeah. Yeah, they want to win 4 out of 5, but they're Tor- playing free. Toronto Toronto may never get back to this position again. Ever again. Yeah. They they'll be tight. They'll be it's the gonna, game will be start tight. It'll be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. And obviously, by our next pod, we'll have an NBA champion e- either way, whether it ends Thursday or Sunday. So let's, let's pick who's going to be the 2019 NBA NBA champion. You're taking Toronto. I'm taking Toronto because I think their chances to go one and one okay are a little bit better yeah. than Golden State chances to go two and zero. I'm going Warriors because okay. I think we're shooting the lights out. I think we're shooting the <laughs> shoot out of the, the ball. Yeah. Uh, we're shooting the shoot out of the ball. We're making we're making 25 yeah. threes in game in game six, and we're going to make 23 threes in game seven and the finals MVP is going to be Clay Thompson. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's shooting really well. He's playing really well. Go to Clay. I, Go I just, to Clay. You know, I don't know if it's nerves. I don't know if it's a little bit of nagging. Everybody's injured at this point. Everybody has little nagging injuries. You know, Steph Curry kind of lost the ball a few times. The Warriors times. are beat down, dude. Yeah, you know, the war, he lost the ball a few times. That backcourt, he kind of, the, tra- the double team came. He didn't really explode through it. He yeah. passed it to Jermon. Jermon can't handle the ball. He's... <laughs> He was been struggling the last couple yeah. games for sure. Yeah, he can't handle the ball. I mean, even though people, you know, he's oh, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's okay. So he gets a <laughs> turnover. You know, it's like they're making little mistakes. They're that playing they can't helter afford. skelter. Yeah, yeah. maybe it, where's that, Devin? Because of the health of the the. the I think they're the tired. Lower, they're tired. This the, shows how hard it is to three peat. Yeah. So it's it, and it, and the shorter rotation. Right. You know they need Kevon Looney. He's been does they, a lot. Yeah. Apparently Kevon Looney is going to play in Game Six, which okay. is crazy to me because every time you see him on the camera on the, yeah. in the game, he's grimacing, holding yeah. his shoulder and his chest. It's like, dude, he's like a little Taylor out I there. I respect it. Just but pop man, it in there and go. Yeah. I respect it, but they need him to be good. They need yeah. him to be healthy. They need him to be productive on both ends yeah, of the floor. Cousins is only good for like fifteen. He's good for like minutes. five minute spurts, like <laughs> yeah. three five minute spurts. He's great. And then he's out he's of hit shape. a couple of threes, and all of a sudden he's airballing threes because he's tired. Yeah, I get it. I understand because yeah. I'm in the. I'm there. Like I can't play basketball anymore. No, either I'm, can I'm I. three point You're line to three point line. I'm worse than you. I, yeah. I can't. I'm not. I can see anybody. the game. I could, but yeah, I'm not guarding anybody. I'd be dead. I'm catching. I'm catching the ball three point line. I'm letting it fly, and I'm running back down to three point line, letting my guy go right by me to the hole. Yeah. And where's the help? What, then I turn around and look. The guys hit where's, the help? where's yeah. the help side? Yeah, yeah. It's your fucking fault. That's well, not me. I think me. that shows that how smart these guys are. You mean how much fortitude they have? How much smart they are defensively? Whether it's Igudala, Draymond, they and Clay Thompson yeah. too. They're just they do just enough. They don't you know. Maybe they're not the Detroit bad boys, whatever you want to say. It don't <laughs> well, they're matter. Not, they're not beating the shit out of guys in the It lane. don't matter. Yeah, yeah. No, they do what they need smart. to do. They do what they need to do. Yeah. So you're right. You're right. It's going to be close, but I do think the Raptors have a slightly better chance to go one and one okay. than, than Golden State does two and zero. Obviously, that's not a huge mathematical great prediction. Right. You're, like, you're like, I just think you're like, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Einstein. Right yeah. Now. I mean, one and one, two and zero. Oh, gee, what's harder to do? <laughs> you know. But you're right. If It'll all change in Game Six. If, yeah, if the Warriors blow them out, I think it changes. Like you said, Game Five was. I remember I saw a couple of NBA players tweet. They needed that game. They needed that because players they know. Players yeah. know. You know. Oh, this changes the perception of the series and changes the pressure. So. Yep. Speaking of pressure, let's jump into the, the Pelicans and the Lakers. Uh, back to we're that. Back. We're back. We're back. Talking this is part, about the same this part crap. three. This is part three. Yeah, part three. So, the AD part three. Yeah. So kind of tired of talking about AD, but let's talk about it. Yeah, we have to because. It's this is this is a it's going to change the kind of the the way the league is the balance of the league maybe a depending bit, on what happens yeah but especially if KD moves yeah yeah, yeah. if he moved back Golden east or whatever then the West up, they is lose different. this championship yeah, yeah it's way different so yeah. uh, New Orleans has a new general manager David Griffin uh, who originally said he was going to try and you know sign Anthony Davis to that supermax he was going to he's eligible for I think it's like five years two hundred and thirty three point five million something crazy number like that he's, he's worth it though right. Um, originally was going to try and it. yeah, he's originally was going to try and, and keep him, but now the Pelicans are open to moving Anthony Davis, and it's going to take a package which includes a current All Star player, okay, a potential All Star player, multiple first round draft picks, <laughs> right? Like, and that's probably a what franchise he, that sounds like most people's franchise, right? Except and, for Golden State and maybe yeah, is, a few teams. So Jesus is Anthony Christ. Davis. First question is: Is Anthony Davis worth that? Okay, but next question. The preferred destinations for Anthony Davis are the Los Angeles Lakers and of the course. New York Knicks. Two teams which don't have all of those things necessary to acquire Anthony Davis. Wow. The Lakers have a current all-star, which is LeBron James. They're not trading LeBron James. They have a potent- <laughs> they have a couple maybe potential all-stars, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, 
Lonzo Ball, if he stays healthy. Yeah. The Knicks, I just don't see how they possibly do it. Yeah. So a third team is needed. Ronnie, is Anthony Davis worth basically an entire starting five? Um, I just think the way the league is built now, I would say yes. It's just mm-hmm. built around five or six star players. And obviously some teams have been drafting better than others, making good moves to put themselves in position to make deep playoff runs. But the way it's built now, yeah, because I think it draws other people to them. Uh, to that franchise that gets Anthony Davis. And, um, you know, he's a proven guy who can get 25 points and 13 rebounds. And just what he does on the court will make a difference. Uh, Especially if you're in that no man's land where you're kind of good but not really going to beat Golden State or beat Toronto now. The Lakers. Yeah. You're in, the Lakers are in no man's land. They mm-hmm. need to do something. They're not going to. LeBron will be 36, 7 years old, and they'll still be chasing. And he got hurt for the first time that, this year. Correct. He'll be. They'll try for the next three years. If they don't make a move, they're going to be. Slightly better if they stay healthy, but they're not NBA championship material. Might so be they an, have eight, might be an eight seed in the West and first round exit. Yeah, or even if they're a fifth seed, they're still not. It's going to be hard at four or five to win a championship. You know, so they got to make a move. Some teams got to. If, if Anthony Davis wants out, it's just interesting. With what are they now thinking with like Zion Williamson? Does he want to be there? I mean, you know, I, I think Zion, for Zion, matter. it's it's like I'm the first pick. That's great. I get guaranteed money. I have a major shoe deal. I move put on. me wherever. Yeah. Um, I play and then I look. Yeah, I play and then See, after my rookie deal is done, then I look. Unless I look. unless they get some Good fantastic players. deal for well, Davis and, and they have get a some really players. Roster. They 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 could get some players, but <laughs> which, hasn't happened yet. Which current all star do you get? Is it a Bradley Beal? Like I don't under I don't. What's an all star mean to me? Some all stars are not that better than not that good. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell was an East All Star. Can we do that? Yeah, is he compared to? A perennial All Star or a Hall Chris, of Famer? Is he, yeah, Chris Paul or yeah. uh, Dwayne Wade or There's levels of All Stars. There are now there are levels of All Stars. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. Be like, I don't care about All Star. Yeah, it's a fan. It's mostly a fan vote, right? Yeah, because right, people are saying Iguodala. How many All Star games is Iguodala in Green, in Green made? Right, they're supposedly going to the Hall of Fame according to Twitter. So <laughs> what you know, where does what does All Star mean? I don't know, and that's the, I guess yeah. maybe. That's not being defined by New Orleans, you know, outwardly, but maybe they want, like, we want, hey, we want a a franchise changer, a guy who can come in and keep us, uh, you know, in the playoff hunt for a guy who keeps us in the playoff hunt, Anthony Davis. I think if you're the Lakers, man, um, you have to do it because you've done so many things wrong in the last year. Including stuff that includes last Anthony Davis. The last three including years, the last st- four years with the draft or whatever. Yeah. Including things that include Anthony to, Davis. You have to make already. amends yeah. for screwing up so badly. And you have the franchise to do it. People want to play in L.A. Obviously, people want to buy a house there if you have a lot of money. We've talked about all this stuff. There's no need to go into details. Yeah, so... I don't well, even want to go into details. I just want to like put it out there. The Lakers are going to yeah. probably be the team that are going to have a chance to make this deal happen. I call David Griffin if I'm who, whoever's running the lake. Is it Rob Plinko? We <laughs> no, don't know. It's Kurt we talked to Kyle Goon from Southern California News Group uh, a couple pods yeah. back, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know who the blame is on for all this. I don't know who's running what. Hey, Rob Plinko. Linda Rambis. Yeah, Linda Rambis. Call, call David, David Griffin. Griffin and say, hey, David, yeah. you can have anyone except for LeBron. Let's make this happen. Let's do it. Um, side mm-hmm. note, I'm keeping Lonzo. Yeah. Uh, let's make it happen. <laughs> Brandon Ingram, see you later. Kyle Kuzma, I love I him. You, yeah. See you later. Uh, you, you've got to get this deal done. You've got to have a second all-star who could potentially attract a third all-star and create a super team, as they're all you know called yeah. now. Uh, and then then you have a team. Then, then you get other pieces. You get shooters. You get veterans. You get actual basketball players, not Michael Beasley and, and Rajon Rondo and Lance Stevenson. You, those aren't veterans who help your locker room. You've got to yeah. get locker room or on the court yeah that was a horror that team was horrible we can keep going we can keep going back and talking about this forever but that team had no shooting it was awful just terrible i think uh devin i was in the airport and i was watching the game and some fans were from new york and they were nick fans obviously and that injury to kevin durant they were like they were watching the finals because they're basketball fans but that changed their whole like man what's he gonna what are we gonna do now meaning the knicks so that kind of almost, to me, cuts a team. Like, if it even makes the Lakers more attractive. It does. Because if AD wanted to go to the Knicks, he's saying, well, they're going to get Kevin Durant, or I could team up with him down the line. I've already talked to him. He's 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 whipped it. We're going to go there. Now he's hurt. Now he's hurt. So AD don't want to wait. He's going to want to try to win now. So I think that even puts the Lakers in a better position 
this injury. So that it goes back to your point a little earlier. How much that injury affects everything. Golden yeah, State's future, Knicks, Lakers, New, you know, the Net, yeah, uh, the Nets, Celtics, yeah, the Celtics with what they're going to do with Kyrie Irving, whether they're going to let him walk, yeah, or, or try and bring him back. But I, I think they're going to let him walk. So where does he go? The Nets, yeah. Then does KD want a team with him, or does he want to go back to Golden State? Like that injury had a ripple effect through the entire league. Yeah, because it changes the timetable for everything. That guy's not going to play most likely next year at all. Right, at all. It don't seem like it. I mean, I mean you, know, you, saw, you saw what happened to Kobe. I mean, yeah, and not just that. You you saw the 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 uh, Golden State's like you know their general manager or whatnot came out and you know he was just devastated by it. So interesting storyline. You don't see a superstar getting hurt that often in an NBA final. You know, once in a while, you know, made the, the game's greatest players like Tim Duncan, Kobe, Jordan, whoever in the last some odd years never. Really got hurt where like dang it changed a lot of things. Didn't, Even Magic Magic made, missed a series with the hamstring against uh, Detroit in '89, and then the Lakers got Jordan swept. missed Jordan missed a year early after early a broken his leg, right? Yeah, but they weren't in contention I think it was the for second the year. Yeah, yeah they weren't in contention like... for the title. Right. So it's amazing to him. You know, obviously he's a great athlete. He never hurt again. Jordan played 82 games pretty much almost every every, yeah, every almost season every year. because they talk about that because we talk about players sitting out. So it's interesting that all these players sit out. They sit out double days, oh, back-to-backs, you know, whatever we call them, you know, uh, back-to-back, end of a road trip, Yeah, players kind of rest or whatever, kind of made popular by the Spurs. And obviously the Spurs won a championship, so it worked. I mean, I guess it, yeah. yeah I it mean, worked. I, I they think didn't it have injury, you know, but then KD comes back. Very ironic how that worked out, especially since they traded, you know, Meaning the Spurs traded Kawhi for DeMar DeRozan and obviously, oh, it's two all-stars. Like you said, mm-hmm. perfect example of what you said. Two all-stars being traded for each other. Well, two all-stars are not the same. There's two levels of all-stars. Different levels of all-stars. <laughs> so we, we have figured something out Good here. luck with the Pelicans to try to figure out what an all-star is. You know, yeah. Maybe it works out. But uh, the Lakers, I still think, have the leverage. Players want to play more. They have more leverage yeah. now based on they did at the trade deadline yeah. earlier this season. Yeah, and just kind of, it can't get any worse. I mean, they offer, they can't get any the worse. They, they offer the whole, the whole team. team. Like, here you go. Screw it. Yeah. What's that? What's that meme? Uh, Jordan meme or whatever? Yeah. F them kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They were already ready to give it away. And now the Pelicans are probably going to get less. Now that, now, they yeah. fired Dell. You know, that whole thing got botched. It got botched on both sides. So we'll see if, if what comes out with the Golden State Warriors, if, if, if Durant wants to stay there, if he kind of blames, um, you know, his... You gotta think about it. his agent is gonna try to defect the blame from himself, so he's gonna blame Golden State or yeah, somebody, s- right? If you're some, his agent, is there blame? Like, is yeah. there blame to put here, or is it just sports? Me and you looking at it because we're not pro athletes and we love right. the game. Sure. We're gonna say it's sports, yeah. But from a business standpoint, if I'm Durant's agent, I'm gonna put the blame on somebody for sure. You know that, that was bullshit, KD. You know that, that he's gonna try to con- somebody's gonna convince KD that that was bullshit. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, somebody I, is. Yeah. Is whether it's his mom, whether it's his family members, whether it's close family mm-hmm. advisors, his age. Somebody's gonna say that team fucked you because there's so much on the line, right? Yeah, because there's yeah. Obviously, like you said, he has a couple of million, a hundred million in the bank. It's not like on the line, like we would like call life it and death situation. situation. But it does change the trajectory of his career. Yeah, it does. So and it changes the trajectory of this year's um, NBA Finals and the the free agents and free agency free agency coming up. So uh, you know. Sh- uh, we're rooting for Kevin Durant. We we've been following him since high school, yep. since he was at Oak Hill as a junior. Yeah, and and Montreal. So we want him to do good. Hopefully, he he comes back strong. Uh, speaking of high school, Devin, let's it's let's, camp season. Yeah, yeah, let's jump into. Obviously, you saw a little bit. You've been watching a little bit locally at some summer leagues and uh, the modern day tournament. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to watch more of a national flair. This week, the NBA Players Association. Because you got you got big money, yeah, big big bucks, big big buck, Ronnie, <laughs> big buck, Ronnie, <laughs> Ron, Ronnie, Ronnie. I just like Charlotte. You you went back to Vegas to gamble a little bit, and make yeah, your make make, it make your make your money back. Oh, I just love Charlottesville. No, I just don't love Charlottesville. Um, but yeah, it should be a good good event. Yeah, um, NBA PA Top 100 Camp is this week. Yeah, it runs. It's starting going now. The players, some players have left Monday night. Some are leaving Tuesday. Uh, you, you know, and they'll be there through. Saturday, uh, the camp started in 1994. It's kind of a, a way it wasn't as as big then because the the shoe company camps were still kind of like Kings, like the ABCD and Nike yeah. camp. They mm-hmm. kind of got the best players, but the NBA Players Association does a great job. They kind of bring in the parents. They have workshops. They talk about 
lifestyle. They talk about money. They give the players and the families a whole bunch of, uh, you know, insight that you wouldn't get at another camp. Mm-hmm. That's just strictly drills, and skills, and drills and games. Hey, dude, don't this talk is, shit on my camp. Yeah, this is more <laughs> like <laughs> the Devin Ugland camp doesn't have the NBA uh, aspect. No, he doesn't need it. They just we roll play the ball. balls out. Yeah, you want to play ball. <laughs> Devin, give the give the date of your camp. August 9th or August tenth. August tenth, Saturday, August tenth at Beckman High School. So um, you be looking to, out for that. Yeah, hoopsbyuven.com and sign up. Yeah, you guys, the uh, Southern California players. We already got some signing up. Uh, should be a good camp. We have good, uh, well respected trainers and high school coaches that will be working with the kids. So it's definitely worth your time. Seventy five bucks. Uh, That's cheap, man. It, you know, for what you pay out there now. So, you know, it's a good, good, good. Thing for local players, but speaking more of the national players, uh, Devin, we is the roster's been out for this camp. Um, obviously, you guys can see it on their website, or you go on Google. I'm sorry, you go on Twitter, you can find it. Google as, as well. But talk a little bit about some of the local guys you want to see, or as a follow up to, um, you know, the what you saw at the Pangos camp. Yeah, so we have a couple west coast guys at the nbapa devin askew from modern day which is right down the street from our balls life office here in irvine uh wilhelm breedenbach didn't get to see dev at um pangos because he was busy with the usa USA basketball three on three uh they won the gold medal him and amari burnett uh, a couple other guys and um so i think you know it's gonna be good for devin askew to get in that back in that camp format and he's a, he's a fantastic player so sure junior to, wor- to be a modern yeah, junior, nothing to worry about with, with him as far as basketball goes uh, i didn't think wilhelm had as good of a, a pangos camp as he should have no he didn't play that great so this is a potential bounce back situation for him um obviously you know he's great at the high school level we see him a lot with modern day uh, a skilled six nine forward you know finishes with the left and right hand uh, can shoot out a three-point line plays real hard good rebounder um din dinwiddie was at pangos um, I think he has a chance to you know, put his name on a national radar if he shoots the ball well. Play smart, move the ball. Gotta play smart. Yeah, Taron Frank, I thought he was very good at, at Pangos. I thought Taron Frank I did, did a really nice job at Pangos. I did too. He made the top 60 game, um, and I have him pretty high in my post-camp rankings. I think he's going to have a, a good camp there because he's so skilled. Um, Taron Frank don't get enough credit. I just want to say uh, locally, like people always yeah. talk, oh, Mario Nerbetta, you know, Cassius Stanley and all these Even other on guys. his own team. Yeah, I, I think people need to take a more of a look at Taron and what he does. Uh, and this camp should be good for him. Um, anybody else locally, Devin? I'm looking down the list right now. Uh, Jason Hart Jr., uh, son of, obviously, Jason Hart, played at Inglewood. Uh, USC assistant coach played collegially at Syracuse, and I think he played like 13 years in the NBA. Sure. So he's already got a good, you know, you know, framework for what he needs to do, and he's a nice player for sure. Yeah, and just so you guys know, the in the NBA Players Association, because it's run by the NBA and people involved in with the NBA, they have players that they bring in that probably wouldn't be otherwise selected. Maybe like 10 picks Leg- a year. Legacy they players. call like a legacy players that their their fathers or their relatives have played. So it's still a great opportunity. Um, on my end, some of the national players I want to see, uh, I'll point out four of them. Uh, Jabri Abdul-Rahim, he's the son of Sharif Abdul-Rahim, who played at Cal for one year, was a high draft pick of the Vancouver Grizzlies at the time. Yep, Vancouver. Uh, I love those uniforms. Um, you know, Sharif was a great player, and he's involved in the NBA now. So his son will be there. His son is lives and played in New Jersey, but I think he's moving to Philadelphia for his junior year. Um, Brandon Boston. Who's at Norcross, Georgia? Had a terrific year. Was at Pangos Camp last year. Unfortunately, couldn't make it this year. Adam Miller from Morgan Park in Chicago, another player we missed at Pangos. So I kind of, kind of keeping that theme. Players I didn't see at Pangos. So, so sure. all these four yeah, players yeah. didn't see at Pangos. I want to see them. There's a good amount of Pangos guys yeah, here. Correct. I want to see those guys and see how much they've progressed since the high school season. The last time I seen them, Adam Miller, uh, one of the better players from Chicago, and and Reese Beekman, who's from Louisiana, had a terrific junior year. Averaged a triple-double. I really haven't seen Reese Beekman that much, so I want to see if if um, if it's all that, real. Yeah, yeah if, if that's it's real. All, yeah. That, because he's terrific. Yeah. I mean, from what everybody's telling me, from what my contacts in the South are telling me, like, Reese is really good. He had a great year. He was on my All-American underclass team. So I just want to see how he compares to the other guys on his, yeah, you know, on, the on, level, on, on, on that level. level. So long camp, uh, like you said, the players already left. It's a little more grueling than, than Pangos. It's It's... You know, uh, something where they're coached by former players, so there's a lot of instruction, a lot of games. So 
the, I've told players, you know, go in there and I want to see who, Devin, who really takes it seriously. NBA scouts are going to be there. For the first time, college coaches are going to be there. This is live for college coaches on Thursday and Friday, this upcoming Thursday and Friday. So it's a really big opportunity. I thought Pangos was a huge opportunity. I'll be honest with you. A lot of I kids don't think, piss it away. I don't think a lot. Of, I was just about to say, I don't yeah. think Dino Strigonis, who we had on, on our last pod, mentioned at the top of the camp. This is a good opportunity. Then we had Fran Franchilla came behind him and said, yo, this is like your first thing on an NBA resume. Yeah. So First page on an NBA resume. resume. So I don't understand. Why do you think, Devin, let's talk a little about that. <laughs> yeah, Not, sure, just, we can go back why, to why yeah. don't we think? Why don't you think some kids didn't get the memo? Is it their age? Is it because they're hanging on with their buddies? Is it, you know, is, does that happen or is that who they are? That some players are serious, some players get it, some don't. I think I'm going to be just extremely frank here. Yeah. And some kids, they just don't give a shit. Okay. Honestly. If they don't give a shit because they know how good they are, or they go and give a shit because they don't get it. You know <laughs> a little what I mean? bit of, Depends on the player, but both. A yeah, little bit of both. Okay. Like some kids are, think they've made it already. Yeah. They, they, get the, they got, you know, 500,000 followers on Instagram or yeah. whatever. They get, you know, you know, photographers and videographers making mixtapes and posting photos of them talking about how great they are and, or they're slept on or whatever, even though they're a five-star player. Uh, yeah, everybody how do you slept sleep, on. How do you sleep on a five-star player ranked yeah. in the top – I think class. it's just a, a a notion that comes from a lot of times from their parents or coach. You know, it's like building that edge. I think sometimes it's artificial. Sure, there's a lot of artificial, artificial edge. Yeah, because I think the most famous one, obviously, everybody knows, is that what Michael Jordan did to like perceive slights to kind of pump himself up. But these are not really real. They're not, and those players are not at that level yet. Yeah, I think these kids are handed so much at such yeah. an early age, and they got Correct. so many people in their corner telling them how great they are, and not. Yeah. Telling them, you know, this is what you need to do. You're you're acting like a dick, or yeah. you take bad shots, or uh, you dribble too much. You got your head down. You know, not kind of breaking down their game and helping them grow year in and year out as a player. Yeah, I think everyone just tells everyone how great they are. And I think it. that's the biggest issue. Okay, that makes sense. So they didn't get it. So I want to see who of the whole group can really put a stamp on it, uh, be professional, get it, play hard all 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 the way through. So, you know, we'll have some coverage on BallsLife.com. I'll have a post-camp rankings just like Pangos. And uh, it should be very interesting. Should give us a, These are the two events. Honestly, these two events are huge for a kid to make McDonald's or next year. Even though it's next year, like, this is where a lot of national scouts, McDonald's voters are going to be. Obviously, there are in other events. Maybe Peach Jam is another one. But this is those are more scattered. You know, there's going to be some people at Adidas, some people at, at Peach Jam. Some people have these camps on the third. Some people are going to be going to the Section 7 camp. Others in late June. More scattered, but this is like centralized. So sure. it's a huge thing for these kids to do things right. And like I said, it, it starts today. You know, get in there, all the instruction, and, and play good all the way through. It's all the way through Saturday. So who's in shape? Who can stay focused? And who can play right? You know, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Obviously, it's high level, so there's going to be good good talent and good Good play at time, but yeah. want to see who can really stick it, stick it to them. And obviously, we have some players that are going to try out for the nineteen and under team. Uh, Devin, real quick, speaking of the nineteen and under, talk about the sixteen and under team. They won the gold medal. Yeah, they beat Canada. I mean, uh, if they walked. Jabiri is that the kid Jamiri Smith? I think I'm saying might be saying his name wrong. Jabari Smith. Um, he seemed like he really stepped to the forefront and uh, led the team. Obviously, everybody knows about Jalen Duran. Uh, pop, he pop. did, you know, he did well. Pop Pop had some good moments. Pop Pop Isaacs, two twenty two out of Coronado off the bench. Amari Bay, Amari Bailey, our guy yep. from Sierra Canyon, did well. And Kajani Wright from Windward started on that team and and uh, had some good moments as well. They've never lost at that level. The sixteen under level's been around about nine or ten years now. They, you know, Coach Showalter, Coach Mike Jones of Dematha, that and his uh, group of coaches have never lost at that level that's crazy you know uh so real quick Devin, what happens between 16 and you and like the world championships like does the rest of the world just start getting better they start evening out or american players just better at that age i think they're or, better early. i think they're okay. better earlier okay more maybe more, maybe they're more, more physically uh, imposing imposing yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting because like it's funny because we talk about 16 and under, we're talking about 19 and under in these events that they're very, you know, good for these kids. You know, uh, Richard Isaacs' father, who we know, you know, Rick Isaacs talks about what a good experience it has been for Pop-Pop. 
you know, just the experience, not necessarily the basketball, just to experience it. But when you look at the senior national team and they just announced their guys, um, Kyle Kuzma made the cut or was he invited. Make... He wasn't, and he would never invited to any of this crap. Right. So at the meeting at the younger ages. So, you know, what's your take there? Do you think it's awesome that, you know, USA has 16 under or like it's forgotten about it and nobody cares about it in five years? And you want to make the Olympic team, or do you think it's just a good development all the way through? Or is it, yeah, it's good development all the way through. through. It's good experience to good travel experience. and yeah. play yeah. against teams from different from countries, countries and get yeah. that that exposure to yeah. the FIBA brand of basketball. Yeah. I think it's great. But again, like people are going to miss on guys at every level and Got everything. It. Like an EYBL team yeah. puts together a team and they miss on a really good player. Like Zaire Williams was playing with BTI for three years correct and he was able he was good enough to play shoe circuit basketball from the time he was a sophomore right, right? people miss on guys at, at every level so and kyle, they, their yeah. development changes it, it, come, it all comes back around kyle kuzma has done a nice job in his his development and become a player who is well deserving of uh, trying out, try out for usa team he didn't you know get the invites as a high school player but who gives a shit no yeah. one cares about that anymore that's that's kind yeah. of was my point so as a, to your point zaire williams who's going to be on the move for his senior year, and Onyeka Kongu, who's going into USC, are part of that 19 and under tryout. Well, you know a, what? Onyeka was involved and in, wasn't invited to in a lot of things imagine, as younger. Imagine this. So Kessler Edwards, Edwanda, yeah. he's at Pepperdine. He's going to the under-19 tryouts. Because he's a young he, player. He's he young, was a young college he's younger, player. He's younger than most high school seniors. <laughs> yeah, he's still He younger. wasn't even... Yeah. He's at Pepperdine. He's at a mid-major. Granted, Pepperdine does a great job in recruiting. They recruited his older brother, uh, Cameron Edwards. And Cameron he's, a, Edwards. he's a fantastic player as well. But yeah. that's a guy who was, quote-unquote, slept on. Because yeah. Kessler Edwards is no doubt, undoubtedly, a Pac-12 level player who sure. didn't get Pac-12 looks. Because he was, quote-unquote, slept on. And now it's all coming full circle for Kessler. He has a great opportunity in front of him. And he's a fantastic player. They'll, they'll, back to the whole slept on thing. That's a guy who slept on, not yeah. a five star. Not a five star. Yeah, that that's <laughs> the kind of guy that we say is is definitely slept on, and we saw him a lot. He had a terrific high school career at Etowanda. Etowanda will be good uh, this upcoming year. We'll see them at the Section Seven camp. Devin, you're going to see some more good action at at the Bosco yeah. League in the next couple weeks. About to head there and, in yeah, twenty minutes. And and so should be some good stuff. Um, you know, it's been a all this is we talked about has been changed this year. You know, even this change at the NBA players camp with with NBA scouts and, and college coaches. And then it, we'll talk about it in the next pod and we'll obviously talk about the NBA champions in the next pod. But, you know, the section seven camp seemed like it got shaped up pretty well. Yeah. Like the, the brackets are pretty good. The it two seems or very three, organized. Yeah, two or three two or three top brackets are excellent, like a good high school tournament you would see in, in December. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. Uh, anything else you're looking forward to, Devin? And, you know, what what, what do you see here and what's your uh, kind of your closing I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing what your bank account looks like based on yeah. all your travels because it's gonna I got I to gotta, I gotta get into Vegas and start gambling again because yeah. clearly you're making the big bucks on the table or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think we, we hit everything. Um, again, appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, if you can, give us a like on SoundCloud. Uh, give us a subscribe on iTunes. And we will be back next week when Ronnie gets home from Charlottesville. He's going to break down what he saw at NBA PA uh, Player Association Camp. I will break down whatever it is I'm going to see this week. And uh, for Ronnie and Devin, your hosts uh, in the paint, signing off.